Good morning. It's Tuesday, April 4th, and uh, it's a pretty decent day today. Uh, Jeremy with the Sissel Christmas Tree Farming Podcast located here in central Kentucky. Um, what we had going on this month? Well, like a lot of folks, uh, we've been planning our spring planting. Um, so let me go through some of that. Let's see. We um, planted... The first thing that we had come in were some Nordman and Turkish fir, a couple hundred each um, that we got. And we used uh, the majority of those as replacement trees for what we had lost last year. Um, I think we talked about it. You know, we had some deer browse. We had a really rough couple weeks there in winter where we got some freeze that killed off over a hundred, I'd say, uh, uh, fall planted trees. And, uh, we had pulled some out of the greenhouse to replace them. And I guess it was just too late in the year. Trees weren't hardened off enough. Uh, so we had quite a bit of replacements to do. Uh, so the vast majority of, of spring planting thus far had been, uh, two, like 200 Norman, 200 Turkish <clears throat> as replacement trees for either canines or um, for other other varieties. Uh, that's just the varieties that we've, we've picked for a lot of the fields um, due to just how well they respond or, I guess, survive in our soil. Um, said it a few times, the canane fir definitely grows faster. So if you've got the ability to grow it, I feel like it's still prime choice for growing. Um, but if you have poorer soils you may have to scramble a little bit kind of like what we do and just trial and error fields to see what what's going to do the best or just do a mixture um the uh second thing that we got was um some we got our colorado blue spruce and we got those this year from and one of the large online nurseries the um what was it chief river uh, we got we got a hundred of the five-year transplants from Chief River, probably the most we've ever paid for those. Um, uh, I missed one. Uh, the the Itasca greenhouse uh, we order from them, and we also have been potting uh, their greenhouse plugs and greenhouse ten and twenty centimeter <clears throat> containers. We we pot those in gallon quart gallon or two gallon so we we did a significant amount of that as well not not a ton but uh still probably uh three or four hundred up pots of those uh did take some of those blue spruce and uh outplant those into the most recent field because they'll be the youngest um and then the older larger Colorado blue spruce that we got from Chief River. We actually planted those into a section that we planted two years ago <coughs> where we planted Black Hill spruce and uh, we had out of 300, I think we had about 70 or so that or sorry, 50 that didn't make it. So we, we transplanted there. These match that size pretty close so they'll be pretty close to the same size for shearing and then we've got a little piece of a ground that we've started that's going to be all spruce and uh, we added the rest of those there um what else we did 
Um, we we down, uh, we bought plant skid, which is a animal deterrent. I got a big gallon and a half of plant skid. Um, trying it out. I don't think you're supposed to dilute it, but I did dilute it. I ended up adding a. Uh, I took half the container for two gallons of water. What plant skid is is just a bunch of rancid stuff. To me, it smells like catfish bait. So it's. I think it's pretty gnarly anyway you spray that on the tree so i had my son he went around and all the trees we just planted that are right next to the woods so all the we, we only ever get the deer brows that we noticed this year was the stuff that was right next to the woods um within 100 yards of the woods or so and so we hit that little piece of the field and we did a border we sprayed the the first two rows around the whole border of the field next to it <coughs> we're gonna see how that goes I saved the rest of the gallon. So once they start shooting out fresh growth, we're going to hit them again. And then I'll just report back here probably midsummer and just see if it worked at any at all. Um, and we'll just see if that, uh, that stuff has any effect. And if it does, that'll be something that we can kind of limp along until we get the fence up in the back. Um, <clears throat> and then if it's not effective, we will go back to the drawing board and see what we can do again that stuff has to be sprayed about every six weeks during the growing season so it's not the most economical and time efficient way of of protecting your trees and you know if you had a bunch of trees and fields that were next to the woods and they were all getting hit by deer i don't think it would be possible to keep up with this but um it's worth a shot <clears throat> what else did we do i mentioned the blue spruce uh, what we got coming up next is in the greenhouse. I have about uh, 80 to 100 one gallon Meyer spruce that we will be planting uh, into the spruce area. Uh, I think I've talked about it in the past. But you you could you can plant the Meyer smaller Meyer uh, seedlings out into the field. They're pretty rugged. They just take so long to grow. Um, well, I put them in the greenhouse for a year to two years, grow them up to a full gallon, um, and, and then outplant them. So it take, it, it helps them grow. They get a little bit better conditions and they're just a little bit more rugged. Once we, once we plant them out, they're the slowest growing tree that we have. Um, they take, uh, an additional two seasons over the Colorado blue spruce. So you plan accordingly. Um, however, they have they're basically very similar to the colorado blue spruce in appearance um they don't do the really really blue color of a colorado blue spruce so you see you get some of those blue spruces that are baby blue or light blue or whatever that you don't see that really in the the mire but the mire is soft to touch right so uh in the mire's needles hold actually just a little longer than the colorado blue spruce both are good needle retention Meyer is up there with challenging the furs for needle retention. So that's why we're giving it a shot <clears throat> to grow it. Been at a couple farms that had some and really liked them. But what you don't like to hear is they take 12 to 13 years to grow. So uh, plan accordingly. Um, we, oh, we finished prep for the field that we're planting uh, for spring for the actual spring planting right for the majority of it um, we in 
the fall prior, you know, we prepped the field, amended the soil the, the summer prior, and then this past fall we we uh, subsoiled the rows, we sulfured the rows, and then just last week I tilled the rows, so we we tilled in. We got a nice little bed there to plant. Um, really been really been liking using the uh, the drill auger. We use a got a few different sizes. You would just use the size that kind of matches the stock that we're planting. Um, upgraded my drill. Haven't gotten it yet, but uh, the auger for the cordless drills is pretty rough on a cordless drill. Um, if you've got ones that aren't that great, cheaper, you know, I don't want to name any brands because everybody has their own. But you, you know, if you didn't pay a whole lot for the drill, it's probably not going to hold up to being an auger. <laughs> Um, I went, I went through a drill this year, um, uh, an older drill, and then we also went through a couple battery packs where I don't know, I guess it just heated them up too fast. Like, I'm not very technical with the battery stuff, but uh, definitely burn up a drill and burn up a battery pack. Um, so I went ahead and bought and invested a significant amount of money into a uh, a big Dewalt. Uh, like Joyce Tanger mixer drill. Uh, I don't know the model number of it. Um, I feel like it's like a 460 or something. And and we're going to try that. I got it coming with nine ampere batteries. So we ought to be in good shape from people that I've seen that mix cement with this drill. I, I cannot imagine uh, if it can mix cement all day long on the work workplace. I'm sure it'll be fine for digging out holes and and moderately clay dirt so and we're gonna we'll give that a shot uh the auger just makes light work of everything you know and uh we did a little trial run or i did a little trial run on digging holes with my spade which is really easy to do in the spring it's not hard to do at all and digging a five or six inch auger hole with the drill and it was three to one it was it wasn't even close like i if I really wanted to push it, it was four or five to one. So I could, I could ultimately drill out the whole row of holes by the time that I could have shoveled out three or four holes, right? Even with the spade where it's nice and easy. So, um, you know, take that with a grain of salt and see what it means to you. Um, we don't have do we don't do tree planter here. I'm jealous of everybody that has that set up. I've got a couple fields that I could actually do. I could use a tree planter. Uh, but over half of my property is so hilly and rocky in certain areas that the tree planter just would not be effective. It wouldn't ride flat. It, Like I said, it's incredibly hard to bush hog a lot of this area. So if I can't bush hog it, I'm pretty sure I can't pull a tree planter. Um, not to say that in the future we, you know, break down and do it. But right now, if I get a good, if I, if I, if I break up the soil good in summer, uh, get that baby subsoiled and then prepare, prep it in spring, tilling it, the seed bed's good, the auger, it works just really good. And uh, we're going to stick with that method for at least the next couple years. Well, uh, that's all I got for now. I hope everybody has a great spring and I will check in here in about another month. Bye.